Happy Holidays! Welcome to the Disney's a very special Christmas edition of the show. My name is Jordan Bass, hosting as always and joined by my wonderful other hosts. I don't like saying co-hosts because that makes it sound like they're lesser and they're not. I couldn't do this show alone. You want to sit here and listen to me talk about Disney movies by myself for two hours? That sounds like a goddamn snooze fest. I get tired of listening to myself talk for two minutes. I'm getting tired to listen to myself talk right now. Small Town, take it away. Hey, it's me, Small Town, your residential bah humbug. Ooh. Re- residential wah, wah. Scrooge. He is the Scrooge of the podcast. Yeah. Not a Christmas guy. Not, not a Christmas guy. But I love being here with you guys. Oh, we love being here with you too. I love that all year round. I don't need Christmas to make me fucking feel joy, you know? I don't need it either, but it's a that's why so you don't even like getting presents. That's my beef with Christmas. I mean, I like getting stuff. I don't like it as much as I used to. Like, I really like don't care if anybody got me anything at this point. Like, if I really need something, then I can probably get it. Like, I don't need I don't need the things that I'm going to be getting. I like giving. I don't know. Like, yeah, giving I like the is giving the fun part. Thing. For me, I mean, I like watching my kids open up gifts on on Christmas. That's like where I'm at now. Is like I don't. That was like Malia wanted to buy presents for each other. I'm like, no, like we don't need to get each other anything. Like, get the, I want the girls to open up gifts. I want them to have a good. So trip. whoa, I ain't got the money for that. <laughs> you got a job, don't you? No, but uh, that's like where my focus is with the kids. But like my big thing with Chris, my beef with Christmas is that I wish people would just be nice all the time. Just be nice to each other all year long. You don't need yeah. to, the holly jolly shit. Doesn't need to only be for a month. You know, I agree. I know we all have lives I mean, and we're all moving and shit like that. And this is a good time. For me, Christmas should be way more, like, it should be a celebration of, like, the year. Of just, like, you guys made it. This is a week to, like, mm-hmm. chill. This is You made it through the year. Now relax for a fucking week. But, but it's not. I don't think it's, and Kaylee Foote's here, by the way. Oh, yeah. Hey, a little queso. A little queso. I'm sorry. What's up? No, it's okay. We always do this. Nah, <laughs> getting into it. It's okay. They know I'm here. But uh, I don't even necessarily think it's always a forced happiness thing. I think it's just... Everyone feels the joyfulness of the celebration that is Christmas. You know, it makes everyone happier. So it's not necessarily manufactured happiness. As much as I'd like for us to be happy all year round, it's impossible to feel this way and be this jolly all the time. But to have a few weeks, a few weeks of the year where everything just feels a little more soothing. That's why I love Christmas. But then I does, but at the same time, like it's to me, it's like the illusion of everything feeling holly and jolly. Because I still get up and go to work. You guys still go to work. I, I guess. I mean, I guess bills. it's a perception. You know, thing. It, it, no, it is for sure. And I don't want to take that. Like, if this is the time of year that makes you happy, then like, good. I hope you'd be happy. It's just like not. I wish that this could be something that we like love each other all the time. And I'm like, not that I'm like the most like loving, like outspoken, like hugging and shit guy, but like. I'd be I'm nice to people. I I'd be being nice to people, you know. <laughs> and like I just wish that I could see that all the time and not just like not giving because it's the giving season. Like give because you have extra to give. Right. But, like the toys for tots thing. And that and that's another thing is you almost need to designate a certain time for giving though because yeah, I I do agree that you shouldn't just reserve yourself from giving except on Christmas, you know. But it's impossible for most people that are middle class or below to be giving all year round, you know? For sure. No, for sure. For that, sure. I mean, that, and that's why it's special that it's like we do this one time a year where we give 
bigger than we usually give, you know? Mm. I don't know. I, yeah, like I said, it's a perception thing, really. No, for sure. It is, it is for sure. And I'm kind of like this with, like, every holiday. I feel like at this point, like... See, I love holidays. I celebrate I, see, everything. I love the mm-hmm. 4th of July and not because of America. I was going to say, <laughs> that's one of my favorite holidays, but I told Kaylee the other day how... So we've been decorating for every holiday pretty well for the past year. Yeah. And I, I just want to, like, go more above and beyond next year and do, like, literally, like, not, not, like, not like we're not doing fucking President's Day. No. <laughs> Put up fucking heads Columbus of uh, Lincoln. <laughs> hey, Columbus Day ain't shit no mo. That's Indigenous People Day to you, my friend. I know, it's just funny. <laughs> we put a giant fucking Mayflower fucking <laughs> replica <laughs> ship. Absolutely <laughs> the not. No, uh, no yeah. but, um, but I want to... Um, where was I going with like, this? Like, holidays like Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's oh, Day. Oh, that's the laundry. <laughs> Did you... Uh, yeah, I mean... Flapjack. You're talking about, you like, you want to, you know, decorate more, but we were getting to the 4th of July. Yes, but we aren't going to ever decorate. As much as I love celebrating the 4th of July and blowing shit up, I'm not going to be hanging up no American flags around my house. She looks no. really tacky. Oh, yes. yeah, it does, 100%. Even the, like, red, white, and blue uh, wreaths that they make for yeah. people to put on their door, like, ain't no looks... way in hell you'll Don't ever catch me with wrong. one of those. Thankful for... Like, I'm thinking my freedom I'm, I'm and, yeah, and shit. Country, but I don't know. I just, I'm like, this is such like a weird, arrogant <laughs> holiday where it's like, yeah, number one, we're number one, blow Woo, up blowing shit. up. <laughs> like, it's fun to be blowing up shit and drinking and have fun with your friends and shit. But, like, but that's why I only do it once a year. I'm not one of those motherfuckers that's, Chiefs oh win, <laughs> blow up a hundred fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> it's Sunday night at 10.30 p.m. <laughs> People can't be sleeping in the Jesus place. And you can't tell if it's a firework or gunshot. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so I had a story that I thought I was going to have to tell you guys before we went on the air. And I'm going to tell you guys now. <laughs> okay. Don't know how you're going to react to this, Kaylee. I'm scared. Oh, Jesus. So we have a issue in our apartment where our toilets, mainly the one in uh, the bedroom, but not the hall uh, one, Hall one only does this sometimes. They run longer than uh, they should because they fall off the yeah. track, uh-huh. and it doesn't. The just it just doesn't. The bowl doesn't fill up, so it never. The water never starts running or right. stops running. So I'm in the hallway bathroom today and take a piss, and I notice five minutes later it's still running. I go back in there. I try and like fix the um the what would you handle. call it the handle. And it's still I'm still going. Nothing's working. So I take off the lid, uh, lid of the thank you <laughs> the lid of the toilet and inspecting it. And I swear I didn't even like put much like power or anything strength behind this at all. I just like swiveled the because nothing was working. So I just like swiveled the top. Like, the cap of, like, where the water would be. I don't know how to explain this very well. I'm not a fucking plumber. The fucking thing broke off and fucking water just starts spraying out of it at the ceiling. No I kid way. you not, my first instinct was just to run. I ran. You did not. I ran, and then I was like, what the fuck am I doing two seconds late? I get kid like... 
it was a very quick thing where I ran and then I was like, wait, why the fuck am I running? I can't fucking just let this happen. And I go back, run back into the bathroom. And I'm putting, I grab the fucking, there's towels, like hand towels, uh, hanging up no, behind the toilet. No, not the That's why I did one. laundry. That's why I did laundry right now. <laughs> <laughs> I would never do laundry right before the podcast otherwise. But I've just sense. fucking plugged that shit up as best I can, but there's still water going everywhere. And at this point, literally the entire ground is wet. The toilet, the back of the toilet is starting to fill up and I'm panicking. So I flush the toilet and that helped it, it went back down, <laughs> okay. but then it starts rising again. And I still have the problem of this piece is broken off and... There's, if I let go, there's going to continue to be water spurting out of this at the ceiling. Like a cartoon. Yeah, literally. I felt like I was, was in a cartoon. It was hitting the ceiling? Yeah. I, oh I felt like I was in a, I, I kept saying, what the fuck? Like, this is, this is like a Tom and Jerry, like, what the fuck am I, what the fuck is going on? This isn't real, you know? I had never experienced anything like that before in my life, and I'd only seen that in TV shows. So basically me, when I broke the dishwasher the first week we moved That's in. That's what I thought about, was whenever the kitchen was flooding, All and Kaylee calls me crying. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like, please come home. I need help. Yeah, I fucking because it just was pouring out of the dishwasher and all I could do was press the off button so many times that it made this horrible grinding noise and then just stopped and the water it just all the water in the dishwasher continued pouring out until it was empty I'm so sorry oh it's okay everything's fine so I get the I dig the cap out of the uh, back of the toilet felt it fell down into the water and I'm like trying to jimmy it back on and I finally get it back on, like, good enough to, like, cover it. But it's still not, like, secured. Like, it's it's basically just like... Oh, I forgot about the part where I was covering it with my thumb. Which was actually working better than the towels. Yeah. And then I finally managed to jimmy it back on and got it back on. But I'm either... I'm We're going to have to check it out and see if we can fix it. I, I, I tried my best. I didn't, I didn't watch any YouTube videos or anything yet. So, like, I mean, I haven't... I don't want to say I tried my best. I tried my best without yeah. looking up the best anything. Could, yeah. Yeah, the time, yeah. And I went and like looked at Kaylee's toilet and how it's hooked up and everything. It's fine, but it's not working. So don't use the hall bathroom. <laughs> That's uh, That brings me to the point of the story. That's why I thought I was going to have to tell you guys before we went on the air in case anyone had to use the bathroom. Oh. Be like, yeah, you can't use that, by the way. That's funny because when you were distracted, I went, but I went in mine. Oh, thank not God. Not knowing. <laughs> yeah, no. So that shit is not... Okay, right now. <laughs> I it's I got the piece back on. It's not like you would lift it up and we're not going to have to deal with it spurting out again. Right. That's just scary. Yeah, so be careful. Don't don't mess with your toilet if you're not if you don't have any plumber experience. Also, if you don't know how old it is and how fragile it is. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I just wish you guys could have seen that. I, I wish it was, like, a thing where, like, Kaylee was home so she could have, like, recorded how fucking ridiculous it was. That's, yeah, that's so insane. fucking funny. But this isn't a toilet podcast. It is now. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about everything but Disney, which is, seems to be the norm now. Yeah. So this week on the show, what are we talking about, guys? We're talking about... The, the Muppets Christmas Carol. Christmas yeah. Carol. I was hoping you guys were going to say that with me. Well, I, I've when it's tried not to planned, it, it never right goes like good. <laughs> I always say the wrong thing. Is it the or a? 
of Muppets Christmas Carol? Yeah. It's just Muppets. It's just Muppets? I'm, you know what? I'm wrong. I think I'm wrong. I was going <laughs> to say, that doesn't wrote... sound right. Because they it's are... The, it's the... Okay. Okay, let me write the... Well, that makes sense because they are the Muppets. But then I was also like, the story's called A Christmas Carol. Mm. So it could be called A Muppets Christmas Carol. Nope. Nope. The. The. <laughs> what are we drinking, Small Town, this week on the show? Uh, hot chocolate. Hot, hot. Oh, we got it. Hot, hot, Apple hot. pie Baileys. Yes, sir. Yeah. In it. I've been wanting to try this. Delicious. For quite some time. Is it hot still? It Absolutely is. Not. No. I, oh, it's not like piping well, or anything. It's not. warm. It's fucking delicious, like Kaylee said. I've already drank like half Small of it. Small Town? What are we thinking? Small Town has uh, his bit every single week where he tries to drink for the first time on the air. If he likes it, he drinks it. If he doesn't, he switches to a beer. I don't know. You don't know how you're feeling? I don't know how I'm feeling. I don't know if I like Bailey's. Really? What? Yeah, I think that's where the problem's coming in. Yeah? Because I know for a fact I like hot chocolate. It's like this weird, like it's also this, like the apple pie is like the cinnamony kind of shit with it. Right. I didn't I really think ex- that's making it fireball-y to me. I expected it to be more apple-y than I'm it is. Apple. No, I'm getting apple cinnamon too. Hmm. And I'm not really yeah. digging that as much. I was worried about that, like the apple pie and the hot chocolate, but I was that like... That would have been really good in eggnog. Yeah, no, for sure. That's what we were debating back and forth all day, but like I told you before we went on, I just felt like hot chocolate is more of a Christmas carol type drink mm. than eggnog would be. Yeah. I, I don't know why. Next week we're drinking lean. Yeah, oh, straight up lean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I can drink this. Really? No. And then it's also like... Damn. It's like the thick, like milky like just with it being alcohol too something about that i almost bought you a uh one of steve austin's beers what is that what is it called (laughs) broken skull ipa oh jesus christ an ipa yeah that would have been worse than that (laughs) so yeah i I enjoy the drink (laughs) (laughs) me and kaylee are on the same page here i've literally almost finished mine yeah it's very delicious yeah i probably will yeah, no, I'll, I'll split it with you if you want. No, that's fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> kidding. That's fair. I'm so, okay, yeah. Uh, I guess, oh, I guess um, I was going to say take it away with your part, but um, since this is an older movie that we may have potentially seen before, Kaylee, did you have this on VHS or watch it growing up at all? This was the first time I had ever seen this movie. Um, no relationship. I didn't watch The Muppets a whole bunch. I mean, I did. I watched Sesame Street more, I would say, than The Muppets. And it's I'm sure I'm just, I know Kermit made cameos on Sesame Street, so Yeah. So, and it does it blurs a little bit cuz there's so many characters between the two. And my mom also introduced me to Fragile Fragile Fraggle Rock. Which is also Jim Henson. Yes. Um, which in, um, we'll get to it, but I Jim love Henson Fraggle Rock. also, he created the Muppets for all of those shows. Um, or was I, a yeah. part of it. And we watch, we haven't watched it in a while, but we we were watching Fraggle Rock yeah, pretty regularly. Yeah, it was regularly. My, one of my mom's like well, childhood favorites, so I had like... I wasn't even just talking about his kids, but like within well, the no, past I'm year. Well, no, I'm saying I had an attachment, so oh, that's yeah. why we started watching it. Right. Yeah, and I had it on VHS as well. Mm-hmm. Fucking go watch it. It's on Apple TV. It's so cute and good, and I love it. Ugh. There's Anyways. a new one, too. So I do know that I've seen this movie 
multiple times. The only time I can distinctly remember watching it was at my cousin Ashley's house when I was probably like 12 or 13. But otherwise, I don't have any strong memories of this particular movie. The Muppets in general, though, I'm a big fucking fan of The Muppets. The Muppets has been part of my life since I was probably four or five years old. Mm -hmm. Like, literally used to watch The Muppets Show constantly as a kid. Had the Muppet Show theme song memorized. I used to sing it all the time. That was my shit growing up. And uh, Muppets in Space, that was, if we were talking about that, man. But I don't think that's Disney. So, unfortunately, we probably won't be talking about that here on the Disney. Maybe on a, maybe on a, like a side mission someday. But not anytime soon. Maybe one day, though. Let us know if you're interested in that. Yes. Small Town, do you have any relationship with this movie? Nope. <laughs> any relationship with the Muppets? Nope. Never. I know, they, I know who they are. Yeah, you've, oh, you, you've said, actually, I remember on the uh, Aladdin episode, the first episode, because uh, Steve from Full House, I believe, did, like, production. I think you said, but I'm pretty certain that's who it was. And I remember you saying that you never really have watched the Muppets, Muppets which is crazy to me. Uh, no, I mean, I know... Mrs. Piggy, and I think I literally went to this exact spiel whenever mm-hmm. we talked about it. I know Miss Piggy, Miss Mish Piggy, I know Kermit, I know the animal guy. There's a blue dude, uh, which there. I mean, there could yeah. that could that's multiple. <laughs> There's a guy that's blue. That's see, that's my knowledge of the fucking. And then uh, also that guy from How I Met Your Mother was in one. So. <laughs> Wait, which guy? Which one? Uh, like the main uh, fucking Neil Patrick Harris. No. Oh, uh, the dude that plays um. Not the one that it's like about. Ted. Not him. The guy oh. that's married to the redheaded. Chick. Okay, I know. Fuck, I haven't seen How I Met Your Mother in so long, but I know who you're talking about, and I love that guy. He's in a movie with um. The Muppets. No, but I know, I know who you're talking about, but he's also in a movie with fucking someone else where they have like a bromance, and it's like a really good movie. I don't know. I never watched How I Met Your Mother. I need to figure this out real quick. The movie's called I Love You, Man. I'm pretty sure it was Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd and that guy. Uh, Oh, I'm sorry for the disrespect. Jason Jason Segel. Segel. Jason Segel. I was going to say Jason Sudeikis, but I know it's not Sudeikis. No, and I do love Jason Sudeikis. He has a killer Joe Biden impression. He's just funny as fuck. He's so funny. Alrighty. The Muppets Christmas Carol. This lovely movie. Movie was released on a Friday, December the 11th of 1992. So we're almost exactly 30 years. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. wrong. No. no. Yeah, 30. 30 no, years. we're over. So yeah, yeah, we're over 30 years yeah. now. 30 Close years to exactly, and yeah, two days. Yeah. Also, Little Small Town's birthday was yesterday, so we have to give a shout out to Little Small Town. Happy oh, happy birthday, birthday Little Small Town. Happy small birthday town Small Town Junior. To yeah, small town. actual Small Town's birthday is next week. Yes. So... Or this weekend. Happy early birthday to Small Town. Thank you. I, I did my best. Oh, I thought we were like, talking uh, about this com- would come out after your birthday, but no. you're talking about little Small Town. Yeah. No, we'll wish Small Town. We'll do a Hallie's big... yesterday. Yeah. Right, Kaylee, give us a bunch of information. Yes, let me give you the facts. So, that day, December 11th, 1992 to be specific... The U.S. president was, at the time, George H.W. Oh, Bush. fuck, I thought it was Bill Clinton. So the box office was $27.2 million, and the weekend it was released, they made right around $5 million. $7 so, million Damn, that's it? Yeah, not a great wow. start, but Bad. they eventually doubled at in, in the long run, so that's good. 
the box or the Rotten Tomato score is seventy six percent critic score and an eighty six percent audience score. You know what? I feel like it should be higher. Personally, yeah? this movie really was superbly funny. <laughs> yes, <laughs> should be at least it was in the eighties. For sequels, there's obviously no sequel because this is a retold classic story. Um, but the Muppets have put out many, many movies and specials and shows. I and remember what I was gonna say. Um, it's got to be hard to put out a Christmas movie because there's already so many like solidified classics. Now in '92, I don't know when like Home Alone and shit came out. That had to have that been came like, out around the same time. The say yeah, like next couple of years, if not. A little I bit think before. it may have came out in '92. Yeah, so I, I mean, could be wrong. But it's got to be tough, you know. Anyways, so the director of this film, funny enough, man named Brian Brian Henson. May or may not be Jim Henson's son. I was going to say, it better be a relation to Jim. <laughs> yes. Uh, he's 59 years old, still alive and kicking. Um, he is a, an American puppeteer, director, producer, voice actor, and the chairman for the Jim Henson Company. You said he was 50, he's 59 now? Yes. He was 29 when he directed this. Yes. That's I literally, crazy. that's so funny because I did the math. Before I realized it was December 11th and ju- December 11th just passed, I did the math to like like 20 and I realized like, damn, 29 to direct a whole ass Disney movie? Like well, that's... Was, so was Jim dead at this point? Yes. I mean, um, yeah, Jim so died in over. 90 or 90, I think if, it was either 90 or 92, but it was earlier in the year. Um, and Brian took over and also... Brian, um, since he was really young, was involved in the movie making process and building puppets and he was really smart and um, could invent contraptions and ways to like help the producers make the puppets move and do certain gestures and whatnot. But he also performed as the Muppet Mad Scientist in Muppets from Space. Oh my god! Um, that, so that yeah, means he, he like voiced that. and did the puppeteer puppeteering for him. Um, and then he's bounced around jo- genres, making different shows and movies for children and adults. Um, for example, he did the Muppets in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie in 1990. No shit. Yeah, those turtles were from the Jim Henson's Shop of Creatures or whatever. I love how much, by the way, stuff that we've talked about on the show keeps, like, it comes up, like, later. Like, because we, we were talking about that on Halloween Town. See those teens, because, uh... The What's her name? Ninja Gwen, the mom, mm-hmm. was April yeah. in those movies. They're all fucking connected somehow. Everything's connected. <laughs> he also was a part of The Adventures of Elmo and Grouchland, The Happy Time Murders, Bear in the Big Blue House. Yes. Um, Pajanimals, which was a Sprout show that I personally quite enjoyed. Um, Sid the Science Kid and yeah. uh, Muppets Haunted Mansion, too. Oh, hell yeah. We loved that movie. That yeah. was fun. No, that one I have seen and it was good. So then we'll get to the cast, I suppose. This one is very interesting. Well, this was probably the easiest cast I've ever had to compile ever. And especially for having 12 different characters that I for sure wanted to um, at least mention uh, that Jordan and I had discussed. This is pretty, pretty, pretty easy. So you'll understand why in a minute. Firstly, we'll go with uh, we'll do talk about Scrooge. You yes. already know our main man, Michael Caine. My dog, Alfred, bitch. You know how to say his name like him? 
Huh? Like you say my cocaine, but you say it in like a British accent. My cocaine. Ma- Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's so funny. That's really good. I didn't make that up. I heard that on the podcast. I, I, it sounded <laughs> like, yeah. Well, um, he is 89 years old. Uh, he looked like a wee little tot in this movie. Um, I don't want to say that. <laughs> I know. He, just, he was 50 years old. <laughs> just seeing his picture like on Google of what he looks like now and what he looked like in the movie, it's it's quite a difference. I was just, just so happy. To, sorry, I'm just I, like that, I was yes. watching this movie and I was like, I know that yeah. guy. And I did too for half a second. Through, I was like, Alfred. Yeah. yeah. So, yes, he is an English actor that has appeared in more than 160 films in a career spanning six decades. That's so um, cool. Yes. Good for him. As, as of February 2017, the films he's appeared in have grossed $7.8 billion worth worldwide. Um, he, he's been knighted by Queen Elizabeth oh, II for his Michael contribution yeah, to cinema. Yes, it is. It did, did say Sir Michael Caine before his name. Um, and he's been in different movies like Miss Congeniality, Austin Powers, Alfred in the... Oh, yeah, he was Alfred in the Dark Knight trilogy. Um, Nomeo and Juliet, which what? is a movie I fucking love. I adore that movie. I will watch it all the time. And he's one of the like main characters. He's Lord Redbrick, and that just makes me so happy. He was in. He voiced in Cars Two. He voiced Boo. Finn McMissile. That movie sucks. <laughs> yes, it does. And then we have the narrator, and he is brought to life by David Goles, um, who is 76 years old, a puppeteer and puppet builder known for his work with the Muppets. Other than Gonzo, he also performs Dr. Bunsen Honeydew, Waldorf, I and- love Waldorf. <laughs> Zoot, and... Beauregard? Beauregard? Beauregard. Beauregard, yeah. Yeah. Um... He was an extra for the 1961 Parent Trap. The, the Parent Trap. I just thought that the was OG. really interesting. Yeah. Um, he worked on Sesame Street and pretty much anything Muppets since 1973. Um, he's done. He's been on Fraggle Rock and The Dark Crystal and Labyrinth and Inside Out and more. Um, I'm not an Inside Out fan. I appreciated the concept. It seemed like something that would work better in a short. Maybe I'll like it more upon second watch. I'm not going to go into second watch hating my life. No, don't even watch it again, dude. We have to. <laughs> we literally have to. You're cut off. You're cut off. <laughs> Small Town doesn't like Hunchback of Notre Dame. Who the fuck is he to talk? Mm, it's he garbage. That's a good point. You're garbage. That's also not a fucking false statement. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, so we'll go ahead and move on here. Oh, I, I just also want to say, I, Gonzo's always been one of my favorites. Yes, love Gonzo. Um, he's one that I remembered from. Is he the blue guy? Years. Which one has? Yeah, which which, which one of them guy. has like the fucking cape? He wears like there's like a Muppet where he has like a super. Like, he wears like a superhero cape. Are you thinking of Grover? Yeah, the, Grover. And that's okay, from Sesame say. Street. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> I love Grover. I knew I had a feeling when he said blue guy that it was someone from Sesame Street. Okay. Yeah. Not only, I was like, is he talking about Sam the Eagle? But I was like, no, there's no way. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's hilarious. Oh, Cookie Monster. <laughs> uh, yeah, the first one I thought it was Cookie Monster, but no. <coughs> uh, no, this is Kermit. All right. And or Bob Cratchit. So, Kermit, Rizzo, Beaker, 
and Bean Bunny, all voiced and played by Steve Whitmire. Mir. Whitmire. Whitmire. Yeah. I know. You. I've heard the name before, yes. so that's why I know it's. Whitmire. He didn't play all of them, but he voiced all of them. Um, that's he's sick as fuck. Sixty-three spot. years old, and he inherited the role of Ernie and Kermit after Jen Henson's death in 1990. Okay, I knew I wrote it down. Um, up until 2014 and 16, respectively, um, along with a variety of other characters on Sesame Street and Fraggle Rock. He hasn't really done much else since 2016, but he's voiced um, Kermit like off and on. And also in 2013, he voiced in, he voiced Kermit in an episode of Good Luck Charlie. Kermit was in an episode of Good Luck yeah. Charlie. This had to be around the time I stopped watching Disney Channel. Probably. This was probably last season, Good Luck Charlie. It probably was around the same time as that episode where they had the lesbian moms that everyone freaked out about because I never saw that episode. I just remember hearing about it. That was after oh, I, I stopped watching moms. Disney Channel. So it was probably around that same time. Mm-hmm. Definitely. God, I can't believe um, people fucking... But that... Not actually, I can totally believe that people got an uproar about that. Oh, yeah. It, but as a younger child watching it, I literally didn't even think twice about it. I was like, okay, two moms, what's... Whatever. Of course. <laughs> but, yeah. Anyways, this leads me to a fun fact that I wrote here in all caps for Jordan. Um, did you know that the Muppets were on two episodes of WWE Raw? I did know that. They guest hosted a couple. They were on a Halloween episode, I believe, of Raw. I remember them interacting with mm-hmm. The Miz. Mm-hmm. And I think they even cost The Miz a match. Okay. They had them come out at ringside, awesome. which was like... I can't even remember. I think they had them come up from underneath the ring or something. And it had like the puppet, the puppeteers underneath the ring. I think it was like Beaker and um, uh, fuck, what's Beaker and the other dude? I forget. I'm I'm so shitty right now. It's a bit with them, I believe, that the Miz got involved oh, with. Oh yeah, I feel like oh, I do remember that. Someone drank a potion that Bunsen made, I yeah. believe, and it gave them like strength to win the match it was so <laughs> stupid but like it's the muppets so it's fun yeah no it's cute so that was steve whitmere good for him the old man oh actually the, i rem- i just remembered i didn't want to um write this down but steve actually had beef with disney and that's why he left and like retired basically um but he wants to squash it and come back but oh, soft yeah, well, I was about to be like, let's go Steve Whitmire. That's my guy. No, he's, a to puss. Man, but he's like, I'm broke now. I need more money. No, yeah, out. basically. <clears throat> he, he was pissed off because he uh, would basically do whatever he wants. <laughs> he's pissed off because the lesbian mom's on Good Luck Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> that was his breaking point. No. Um, he was pissed off because he wasn't getting paid as much as he wanted, and he thought he was being treated unfairly, he wanted special treatment, and all these fucking demands and shit, and, like, they were just tired of his yeah, attitude. Steve Woodmire sounds like a fucking cuck. I'm not with him no more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so... If we'll you're listening, Steve, on. I will fight you for charity. <laughs> we'll move right along here to Miss Kim... Nope. Miss Piggy, also known as Emily Cratchit, comma, Fozzie, also known as Fozzie Wig. What? Comma, Sam Eagle. 
And Tell me the same person that plays Miss Piggy plays Animal, Sam the Eagle, and Fozzie? In this movie. Okay, but still. I like, say Miss Piggy has a... It's like a manly. I know, voice, but right? like I'm just like like Sam the <clears throat> Eagle, yeah. like that deep ass yeah. like eagle voice. The also, American Miss way. Piggy, like that's just yeah. I, Muppets voices are next level shit. Mm -hmm. Especially, and we'll get more into this later when they can sing with those mm -hmm. voices. That's so impressive to me. Yes. So the these lovely characters are played by Frank Oz, who's seventy eight. And he is an actor, puppeteer, and filmmaker who also voiced Cookie Monster, Bert, and Grover. He also puppeteered and voiced Yoda. What? Yoda yeah. wasn't a real person? <laughs> no, but he he was Yoda in, like, everything. That's wild. I yeah. didn't know that. Even the Obi-Wan series. And uh, he was also a director on The Dark Crystal, Little Shop of Horrors, and more. Um, and he semi-retired from the Muppet characters in 2001. He will do... He does some every now and then, probably when he needs that check, but... <laughs> but not really. And then, characters Tiny Tim, Statler, Ma Fozziewig, and the Ghost of Christmas Present. He was the face and voice of the Ghost of Christmas Present is Jerry Nelson, who died at 78 Jerry years old Jerry. in 2012. Rest Aww. in peace. R.I.P. Um, but he was an amazing puppeteer and singer. He was known for being Count Von Count on Sesame oh, Street. I love From Count. 1972 to 2012. Wow. Like, he what was a run. Count Von Count, period. Um, they should have retired him. Did they? they have, I'm assuming they have a new voice actor. For Probably, him. yeah. Um, but he was, and he was other characters too. But Count Von Count was all that matters. <laughs> he was actually the first puppeteer to ever perform Mr. Snuffleupagus. Really? Yeah. Um, Love he performed Emmett in Emmett Otter's Jug Band oh, Christmas. That's a must watch around Christmas time. Yes, I haven't seen it, but I've been seeing it a lot in our Christmas stuff, and it, it has Carmen in it. Yeah, yeah, because it's, it's a Muppet movie. Um, and then, of course, up other Muppet and Fragile Rock characters. He sadly died from prostate cancer and other illnesses in 2012. And then, last but not least, the ghost of Christmas past. The most scary, haunting thing I've That's seen. That's oh, the right. most scary one? Are you fucking kidding me? I don't know. The ghost of... Yes. The ghost of Christmas past? Past? Would you say past or future? No, past. Oh, then yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you were talking about the one of the future no, guy. No, yeah. future didn't no. speak, that so I don't even I look up it. I didn't need to look shocked. Him. When she came on the screen, I'm like, what this the is a is kid's that? movie. Yeah. Like, that bitch yeah. is creepy. Yeah. That bitch I wrote down looked like a, where do I have it? A porcelain doll. Looked like a combination of the lady in white, E.T., Chucky, and a splash of spiders from Miss Spider's Sunny Patch Friends. That white James Charles looking spider. And what's funny see, yeah. about her is that she was a pup. She was a Muppet. Really? And they just yes. did that effect on her? So the way they did it is they, she and the puppeteer were submerged in this fucking big ass tub of baby oil. And then Ew. while they were filming it, it quickly became too expensive. And so they just switched to water. So if you like really, really pay attention, you can kind of see a change. The puppeteer in the way she was moves. submerged. Yeah. I mean, they probably were able to breathe, Baby but they oil were in it. 
I would have water would have been my first choice. Yeah, baby uh, oil seems. Well, like they an wanted odd. that like jiggly Ooh, effect. I yeah. guess it to be it to be slower, but even in baby oil, like how do you get it to move around? Really, like I don't know. It was just I could not even imagine being fully submerged in baby oil. They were yeah, probably she was so smooth. Creepy, cuz. <laughs> It yeah, was so mad scary. creepy. I I didn't I I didn't I thought this was a Muppets movie, not a fucking creepy pasta. Yeah, that shit was scary. Um, so this this haunting character was voiced by Jessica Fox, who's currently thirty nine years old, and um, this it was her only movie. <laughs> she <laughs> she did a couple other TV shows, including one thousand two hundred and six episodes. Of Holly Oaks, which is a British soap opera that she was like one of the main characters. Whack. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> where is this going? October. Yeah, that. Yeah. So oh, and I'm pretty operas. sure the, it's like it was it's it was an ongoing soap opera for years. Soap operas have last a long time. So she like, was putting in that work. She like just wasn't making the movies. 60s, that like they've been going on for fucking ever. Like as the world turns or whatever the fuck. Like my great grandma used to watch that shit. And then, like, my mom was watching that shit. Like, and they don't stop. Like, no, they're just they been going. Yeah. 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 Um, and on October 15th of this year, she announced she was pregnant with her first child. So, congratulations to you, Jessica. <laughs> yeah, get with it. You're a little behind for 39. Yeah, hurry the fuck up. <laughs> You're going to be 60 kidding. years old at your kid's graduation. Okay. That's okay. No, it's not. Grandma at graduation. <laughs> Oh, yeah, this is just a fun fact that I wanted to include about Michael Caine. So, um, when upon accepting the role, he replied, I'm going to play this movie like I'm working with the Royal Shakespeare Company. Play Scrooge as if it is an utterly dramatic role and there are no Muppets around me. I love it! That's awesome! <laughs> <laughs> he really did! And he fucking did! That's why he's done 120 fucking parts oh, in 60 yeah, years. the shit. 160, yeah. actually. 160 in 60 years. Yeah. Whenever we have... An, he's uh, prolific. Whenever we eventually open up a Disney's Hall of Fame, which I think should be actors, not characters, uh, Michael Caine, definitely an inductee. Oh, yeah. That dude's fucking nuts. Oh, yeah. Unreal. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to talk more about that in the second half of the show. You know who's been mm-hmm. acting longer than him, though? Pretty sure Dick Van Dyke's been acting longer than he has. He has. Yeah, definitely. So, that's our number one. Oh, easily. Well, Dick's got like five years on him, I think. Something like that. Age-wise. 96, wasn't he? Well, is he 96? I thought he was like 94. Uh, old as shit. Yeah. He's in his 90s. I really want to meet Dick before... It's too late. Dick, if you're listening, just come on the pod, bro. Please, Please. come on the pod, Just come Dick. on the potty waddy. I think he was born in Missouri. We got some, like... Right? Yeah, you did he the was born thing. in Missouri. Yeah. We got some leverage there. Come, you, come on. This, this, we're basically a family. Yes. We really are. Yeah. We're probably related somehow. I literally played you for my famous Missourian project in fourth grade. Aww. He's I'm, not listening to I this. went <laughs> to school with a kid whose last name was Dyke. It was just Dyke, but... But that's cool. Close. Close enough, Dick, please. <laughs> please, Mr. Van Dyke, please. I love Night at the Museum. Come on, Mr. Dick. Imagine, like, being Dick Van Dyke and being in all the things you've been, and someone comes up to you and you're like, he's, oh my God, I loved you in Night at the Museum. <laughs> and that is now going to be the first thing I say to him if, if and when I meet him. Just 
punches you square in your fucking mouth. <laughs> you killed in that at the museum. <laughs> That's That's really good. Well, that's the end of my research, kids. All right. So let's move it right along here. To intermission. Yeah. When we come back, we'll be running down the movie. Small Town's going to give us a good rundown. And we're going to give our themed rating, our pimp of the week, our report cards, and so much more. Join us for the second half of the business. You don't want to miss it. That's where, like, all the meat and potatoes is at. Meat and potatoes. We're back here on the Disney talking about a Muppets Christmas Carol. Carol. Back here on the Disney talking about Family Feud. Yeah, yeah, for the second half of the show, I thought we'd switch up a little bit. We're going to talk about an episode of Family Feud. We need more Steve Harvey in this show. We do. Steve, come on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha! Thank you. Thank you, Steve, for that appearance. You're welcome. I'm going to leave now. (laughs) I don't do Steve Harvey. All right, see you, Steve. Have fun reading the Bible. He do that? Bible thumper. Loser. Ooh. All right, so small town. All right, we're here for a little rundown. Here for a little cock, little rundown. A little uh, dick down. Little dick. <laughs> 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 oh, I just got a it. A little classic business dick down. So oh. we uh, we opened up with the narrators, right? Yes. yes. We got Gonzo and his homeboy Rizzo, okay. and he goes in to how he wants to tell the story. That he wrote, because he's Charles Dickens in this movie, the omnipotent narrator guy. The Christmas story, right? Um, and so then we got... Oh. The kid that gets his tongue stuck on the uh, pole. <laughs> yeah. And then we get into Scrooge, essentially. He gets he lays out the setting. It's cold. It's Christmassy. It's all these things. And then the story is about this guy. And then here comes his dude walking up out of his house. Everybody's like, ugh. Ugh, they sing this, this guy's fire a dick. ass song. They sing a song. It's like the it's like the Grinch song, but for Scrooge. Mm-hmm. Uh, here comes Mister Something Something. Here comes Mister Meanie Pants. Yeah. <laughs> it was bop. It was, it a, was bop. a bop. So yeah. they sing a song. The entire town sings a song about how big of a dick this dude is. Now fuck this guy. Here comes Mister Dick. Literally yeah. following him on his way home, just talking about how much he fucking sucks. To the oh my office. god, imagine how funny it would be if they were like, here comes Mr. Douchebag. Here comes <laughs> Mr. Fuck. <laughs> uh, and so they follow him into his mortgage brokerage yeah. store. Yeah. Uh, store. Firm. Firm. <laughs> yeah. Office. Walk in. We got Kermit the Frog, who is, what's his name in this one? Bob Cratchit. Bob Cratchit and a whole bunch of mice. Rats. Or rats, whatever, yeah. Get it uh, right. They're, oh, come on. Uh, and they're all scribbling and dibbling. Well, as soon as he walks in, they all start getting back to their, getting in their fucking job because they know. You know we, he walks in and there's a, a Muppet in there essentially pleading that like, bro, I don't have money. Like I can't. Yeah. Pay, I'm sorry. I can't pay my mortgage. No, I'm behind. You know what I mean. And Scrooge just Scrooge grabs him and throws him out of the door. That was Bunsen, right? Like no, Bunsen no. was one of the. Um, they just he literally grabs him and throws him out into the fucking snow, mm-hmm. which was hilarious. Very funny. Sits himself back down, gets to work, and then they, Mister. Oh, so I keep wanting to call him Kravitz, like Lenny Cratchit. Yeah, Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> Mister Cratchit, and the rats come in, and they're just. They're just curious if, like, maybe they could get just another lump of coal to throw in the fire because they're cold. Yeah, they're there. little tiny little guys. They're gonna get cold in the winter time, and uh, and so he basically tells them to get fucked 
they're fine. Because, like, do you think you need coal on the unemployment line or whatever the fuck they say? <laughs> yeah, he was and definitely they threatening me, them. That was so funny how they were like, please, please. And then he's like, threaten unemployment. And they're like, oh, we love our job. Yeah. No, they were like, they, they were like, la, it's la, 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 bomba. Yeah. Yeah, that was funny as yeah, hell. It was awesome. And then his nephew walks in. who He had, like, a very minimal role. In this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. didn't even look him up. I actually did see his name, but I forgot to write it down. I, I can't remember. I can't remember how big his, if at all. I don't. I think his role in general is minimal in the story. I think it's just to show that Scrooge has like some form of family still out there. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. Which I think would have made it better if he didn't, in some way, because it's like then he has a reason to be so fucking. But maybe he, but he doesn't have much though. That's it. Just, just his, his nephew. nephew. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. So he comes in and he's in a holly jolly fucking mood and he's like kind of giving his uncle shit like, you know, cheer the fuck up, yeah. right? And then the guys come in for the charity, whatever their names are. Beaker and... Yeah, Beaker and Bunsen. Bunsen. Be- Beaker and Bunsen. Bunsen burner and a Beaker. Nice science terms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they come in because they want donations for charity and Scrooge like just straight up like kind of ignores them for a while yeah. and... He's like... <clears throat> And then he finally, yeah, he kind of asks, and the dude, you know, Scrooge again is just like, get fucked. I'm not giving anybody money. They couldn't, I pay my taxes, go to the orphanage in the prisons, which is where they are. His nephew the one that said something about, like, a lot of these people would rather die, or was that Kermit? Because then he had the line, he had the line of, if they'd rather die, then they better do it. No, I think, I think that was, it was Bunsen that said that, because, and then he said, well, if they're going to die, they better do it it over population. And then he was like, oh dear. You're right. Oh dear, oh dear. And they left all scared and... Well, his his nephew gave a little donation. Yeah. His, I yeah, say that. A little and then they walked out. And then Kermit wanted to ask a little question about, you know, Christmas. Like, hey, so tomorrow's Christmas. And Scrooge is like, so? You want to come in half an hour late? The, and honestly, <laughs> even the fact that he was willing to budge on a half hour was surprising to yeah. me. <laughs> and somehow Kermit's like, you know, I don't know, you know, it would just be nice to have the day off. No place is going to be open yeah, anyway. No, yeah, not making any money. wouldn't make money. And then he was kind of like, well. <clears throat> and Kaylee said, like, I, I thought this was showing early signs of him having a semblance of a heart down in there. And Kaylee was like, no, it comes down to money. Yeah. And I get yeah, that. I, so. I get that. Has he just always, clo- uh, always closed on Christmas before? Was this the first year that he's like, no, nah, you're going to work on Christmas? Because he's been doing this for years. So yeah. this isn't like a new thing. But I think maybe uh, Lenny Kravitz had the balls to <laughs> finally ask kind of deal. Like, yeah, but if Kaylee I'm, – I'm not trying to – fucking push too hard on this but if Kaylee's point is true about how he's like well I'm not gonna make any money so I might as well close you know then why didn't he do that in years past well Does maybe he... nobody's brought that point up to him before but he would notice well, I, I mean, mean he's just work that's his thing he just does he just works you know so cause I don't cause he didn't show any kind of other than that could have maybe even been a little tiny bit of a semblance of like that's what I mean. It was like a tiny, subtle... Maybe. But the thing is that there's nothing after that until he goes through the mm-hmm. experiences he does. Right. Which would be the only reason I say I don't think... I think it is way more money-driven than it would be, okay... Him having a you heart. You do deserve to have a day out because he doesn't give a fuck about that. I don't, think it was a des- I don't think it was a deserve thing. I think it was just like a supposed to show like... 
Because if he was really a hardened villain, he doesn't care like that he's not going to make money. Nah, fuck you guys. You're going to work, you know? And the yeah. fact that you're talking back to me means you're going to definitely be here, you know? Yeah. That's how I felt about it. Yeah. So he, he tells, he's finally like, yeah, fuck it. You guys can have the day off, you know? And then they all start doing their closing down games and shit. They sing a song. Sing a song. The penguins uh, skating Christmas. The penguins like ice skating Christmas party looked lit as fuck. Yeah. By the way, mm-hmm. when they were walking home. Yeah, I was like, damn, I want to be a part of that party. <laughs> that looks fun <laughs> as fuck. And we follow Scrooge back into his house where it's dark as fuck, except for the one candle he's walking around with, like a weirdo. Yep. Oh, but he also the classic uh, door knock. Oh, the door. Yeah, the door knocker turns into. One of the Marley's faces. In every other rendition of the story, that part scares the ever-loving shit out of me. Here it didn't because it was one of the old men. Yeah. But, I think it was Waldorf. Yeah, it was Waldorf. Yeah, I think so. You're right. But So he's sitting there by the fire, and then the bell starts to ring. Creepy. Creepy bell starts to ring, and the fire goes out. I did think it was cool, the little uh, figurines on yeah. top with, the, like, the belt. I, I thought oh, that was yeah, fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want a fucking clock like that. <laughs> oh, we're going to have one. I, a Man, grandfather yeah, clocks are badass. Yes. Yeah. There's this store at the mall that has some sick-ass clocks. Good to know. Mm-hmm. And then Marley and Marley, his old partners. We're Marley and Marley. That was the only song. Whoa! Right? I love that song. That was the one song I, I did enjoy. Fire. Right? It was good. They sing a little songy song, and then tell them, like, hey, at the end of this... And the song is basically about, like, we were greedy in life, too, and now we're suffering the consequences. Yeah, so we want you to fix fix your ways so you don't have to suffer like we are. Yeah. So, clock strikes one, first ghost. It gets real bright or whatever. First, the ghost of Christmas past pulls up, and she is by far the creepiest. Fucking E.T. Chucky ghost. Scary as hell. Creepy little girl ghost. Google. That had no right to be that scary. And it didn't look no like right. a puppet. It looked like it was fucking animated. edited, animated. A porcelain doll. Yeah. That was floating around. Yeah. That face did not look right. No. No. It was very eerie and just dark. I didn't like it. But I was like, this is a Muppets movie, yeah. guys. Come on. <laughs> and yeah, she takes him scary. takes him back to his childhood where he's in school and we see that he's always been a loner. He's always worked and just worked and worked and worked and worked. Mm-hmm. I found that crazy that he was, like, that dedicated at such a young age to just doing schoolwork. Like, his buddy, like, he had friends. It's not like he didn't have any friends. His buddies were like, come on. And the other buddy was like, ah, you know him. Yeah. Workaholic motherfucker. He actually said that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, word for word. So we see, like, a montage, basically, of him growing up. The transitions through the years. Like, how, basically, how fucking good he is. And, like, how he's going to be this great thing someday. And he... He got him a good internship or apprenticeship, basically. Funny part about that was whenever they were moving on from that scene, Sam the Eagle, the headmaster, goes, uh, and don't tip the uh, your driver. <laughs> <laughs> he says, uh, oh, remember, don't tip the driver. <laughs> I also got to make note uh, before we get uh, too further on that um, one of the Marley brothers' names Robert. So Scrooge's partners was partners with Bob Marley. Oh hello, <laughs> Scrooge smoking that pack. And also uh, during like these scenes of like Michael Caine sitting there, like being creeped out, anticipating something creepy to happen. Mm-hmm. His fucking—it's not even just his facials; it's all in his eyes. Mm-hmm. It's—it was crazy to me how real it felt watching his 
just the movement of his eyes. It's like they made an emphasis on his eyes, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. That was beautifully done. It it just upped the angst that the character was feeling, and it made you feel what Scrooge was feeling. Definitely displayed every emotion he was feeling on his face. (laughs) So next, they take him to his first job. The first place he got his job, the rubber chicken factory, which is ridiculous. And they're having a Christmas party. Fozzie wig. Fozzie wig. I love that. And then here Funny. comes Scrooge coming out, being like, "Do you guys? Do you know how much this fucking party costs?" And the dude's like, <laughs> "Shut up! It's Christmas. Yeah, fuck off. We do this every Damn. year." And then he gets introduced to Belle. Yeah, Belle was her name, I believe. And then Scrooge. Which, oh, I want to say young Scrooge. Good looking dude. Heartthrob. Yeah. yeah. I was like, okay, Scrooge. You cannot. Then as soon as that happens, you can tell like. It strikes a nerve with him, like, okay, well, I don't, I don't need to see anything else. Yeah, it was like, yeah, it brought back all those, it flooded back all those horrible, yeah, regretful, yeah, mo- memories for him. And he's like, don't, I don't want to see anymore. Don't, don't, don't show me. me. And then she's like, oh, okay. And then takes him right to the moment <laughs> where she's like, yeah, you used to love me, but you don't no more. And then she just gives him and walks like, away. Bye. And I'm like, bro, did people back in the day like? That's how breakups went. There wasn't like all the like, but you you said you loved me and it's just like you don't love me anymore. Like okay, I mean we don't know for sure, but I feel like people (laughs) it has to do with like a manners thing. We've kind of as a society just dropped manners to an extent in favor of being more real. Yeah, I appreciate that to some extent, but I wish. I, I think about this all the time, especially when I'm at a store. I know you can't feign happiness at all times, but you can at least be polite, you yeah. know? And I I don't know. Maybe that's just me asking for too much. No, it's not. But. No, it's not. Don't be a fucking dick when you're out in public for no fucking reason. Don't walk around. Or just if like, I'm talking about store workers too. Store like, workers, I know, I know, I'm not service. asking you to put on an act. For me, I'm yeah. just asking you to be polite, you know. Yeah, just don't act like I'm annoying the fuck out of you because this is your job. Like, oh, like God. when I go up to a table, no matter how I'm feeling, no matter if my last table tipped me two dollars on a fucking fifty dollar tab or not, I'm gonna go up. Hey guys, how we doing tonight? Yeah, you know that's your job. That's what you're being paid to do. Yeah, I know I'm a thousand percent because like I'm the same. I don't really give a fuck about like the customer service attitude towards me and shit to an extent. If you're on your fucking phone. While I'm trying to ring out and it's taking me extra time to ring out because just like, hey, but so anyway, yeah, I don't even know how we got on. And that. this is this manners. Oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah, man. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I to go back to what you were initially saying before you get back on. I don't know for sure, obviously, but I could see breakups happening a lot like that just because people were a lot more proper, like yeah. you said, you know, mm-hmm. especially so, in fucking England. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And that that's where Scrooge is really like. I want to stop. Like, please do not show me anything else. Home, essentially. This is when you really start actually feeling bad for Scrooge. When you can see, yeah. Yeah. And so then the fucking big dumb goofball Christmas present guy comes at two. You know, you hated him. I loved him. And I always loved him growing up, too. He was my favorite. I also loved him. God, he was just obnoxious. It was just like... I thought he was pleasant. He was so... Like, I can't believe that you couldn't get behind the characters in Inside Out, but you can get behind somebody that's just like... This was minimal. 
God damn. This was like a was 10 tough. to 15 minute involvement. And it annoyed me immediately. True. The rep- the re- repeating of things because he forgets because he lives in the present is just like, oh my God. Like, I thought that was a fun bit. Nah, I fucking hated it. Uh, and so they go through the, I don't, this, this part was just a song really right yeah. this was just singing and going through different things because it was present. Oh, he took him out on christmas morning the Cr- next day next day and showed what everybody's doing and things like so that. it's still technically the future but like but like not barely yeah mm-hmm. and it's just a song and the entire series like entire scene is just a song right and i also want to say like this was the scene where i think they had like some singing fruits and i'm like i ain't eating no fruits or vegetables in the muppets universe the fuck? <laughs> no. They I'm sing? I'm sure Rico oh, said that. He said my mom told me never to eat singing fruit. He said that about the grapes, I think, at uh, Fozzie yeah. Wig's party. Yes. Oh, yeah, you're right. So this is whenever he starts going around to, like, he goes to his nephew's house, right? They go to the uh, they go to the nephew's house first, I believe. And they're playing. Yeah. Uh, they're like, all right, we had our plum pudding. Let's play yes <laughs> and no. And which I was like, what the fuck is that? It's just 20 questions. And they're describing, like, a deplorable, disgusting creature. They're talking about Scrooge. And they're like, yeah. well, it's not a cockroach. It's not a rat. What is it? Oh, it's Ebenezer Scrooge. <laughs> and, like, you feel really bad for Scrooge, but they're also not fucking wrong. Right. And then they go to the Cratchits. Yep. And, and they see all the celebration with they them. They make chestnuts. He hears of Tiny Tim's that he's not going to make it. Yeah. Very much well, longer. they toast to Scrooge first. Right. Uh, reluctantly Piggy, from Miss Piggy. Yeah, yeah. Emily Cratchit is trying... She wants to beat his ass, but <laughs> that's when Tiny Tim's like, but mother, it's Christmas. And, and then Tiny Tim just had to sing. And I was like, no, yeah. Tiny Tim, please don't sing. Please. So after that, he's immediately transported. He's back home. No, he goes to the future. Then it's the ghost of the... What is it? Uh, Christmas... Yet to come. Yeah, because yeah. I always thought it was uh, Christmas future, but yeah. it's Christmas yet to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They didn't. They didn't have the word future whenever. <laughs> <laughs> whenever Charles Dickens was alive. Yeah, Chuck Dick. That's Chuck Dick. I, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Chuck Dick. And he goes to in. He meets with that. Just like just very creepy. It was almost like um, Slenderman mixed with a. No, I was gonna say like a um. What do you call those, um... Executioner type shit? Yeah, like that type. Like okay. the robe with the hood over okay. their face oh, and everything. So not like a funeral you'd go to, like, now. No, not a modern... Like, no, not modern shit. I've never seen no. a scary guy in the back. Uh-uh. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I, he didn't... And he didn't talk. There was no speaking from yeah. the ghosts of whatever. But I felt like that was almost like... That was meant to be, like, this is where Scrooge puts it all together... Without having influence from this guy telling right. him how to feel. This is him making his own connections. And I also think that he couldn't say anything because he doesn't know. Druid. Druid. That's the word I was thinking of. Sorry. Okay. No, you're fine. He doesn't know, though. But he doesn't know like what the future's going to be. He can't say what it's for sure going to be and what it's not going to be. He can just point to the possibilities. Yeah. And uh, there were the certain times where he was pointing where and like Scrooge would just turn around and look at him and just start speaking. And I'd be like, motherfucker, just shut the fuck up and turn around. Yeah. Like I felt bad for this guy not being able to talk because like I'm he wasn't like I would be like viciously pointing. like. Well, a lot of the times I'm it was because Scrooge didn't want to face I know. Yeah. He was in it. denial. Yeah, that's true. 
and like then you like you're in the alleys and stuff and you hear these pigs talking about that they're so happy that this vile creature is dead and shit like that uh so but scrooge he also puts two and two together that tiny tim had passed yes because they they take him to the cratchit's cratchit's house and it's very somber poor to get him any treatment or anything i thought it was very sweet the whole like got him a spot on the hill where he can see the um the ducks ducks. that was sad but so sweet up hardcore like it was bad yeah so i thought tiny tim the whole time was the little homeless rabbit How? I don't know how beginning. either. Because at the end, I'm like, so that's Tiny Tim. That's that's him. That's the fucking, it's the rabbit. It's the guy that's with everybody at the end. And the happy. homeless one? Yeah, and then I get he here and you guys are like, no. Turkey. Or the goose or whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> if I would have known that, it would have made it much more emotional for me. Because I, cause I was like, I thought there was two girls and one son. I don't know. I never, I don't know how I missed the fucking kid. I don't know either, bro. There was literally a moment where Kermit, Bob Cratchit, was hugging all four children. And then there was a moment after Tiny Tim died where he's hugging the two daughters and the son that's still alive. See, but I thought there was three. And then when you see his stuff, I didn't know there was a sick kid. And so there's a cane and there's like this other shit. I'm like, You didn't notice the kid with the cane? No. With the crutch? No. I I fucking did not. You didn't notice Kermit walking to the house carrying him on his shoulder? I thought it was just his son. I thought that was fun, by the way. He down with the cane and he hobbled in the That little song they did, by the way, was fun. It was very cute. Their, their household. Yeah, that was super good. Their household is very cute and endearing, and I like. I did. There's felt like what I feel like Christmas is mm-hmm. is that. Yeah. Homey. Um, yeah. You don't yeah. need a lot. You're mm-hmm. supposed to be with the people that like you. You, you care about the most. That's what Christmas is for. Yeah. Um, and so that's when he like Scrooge really is like, dude, like I can't. I don't want to. First of all, I don't want to die. I'm not ready to die, and I also don't want Tiny Tim to be dead and. I don't want people to look at me like this pe- this fucking monstrous piece of shit. I don't want to look back on my life and be regretful. All these things, he comes to like this realization of like, mm-hmm. oh, fuck. I have to live in all of these three places at one time. I have to think about the future while I'm living right now remembering then. You know what I mean? That's what makes this such a good-ass <clears throat> story because this was the That's first. it's been around for fucking right. ever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and this was like the first time that like we really had something that depicted some- like that, you know, mm-hmm. where like it's like, first time to depict it as well as it did Mm -hmm. you know just the whole yeah like you said you phrased it super well the living in the present while also looking to the future and remembering remembering your past yeah that's so beautifully said and he and that's in the it was just like immediate like it was like he's like with the grinch like all of a sudden now his heart grew three times and now he's like i i am literally so geeked right now i have to go do nice shit that's yeah. how he was like i'm tweaking like, it was yeah. so funny how he opens up his window and he's like what day is it and then uh he finds out it's Chris- not finds out but then he hears it's christmas and he's like the spirits did it all in one night <laughs> like imagine being that person that, that dude's a psycho <laughs> i'd be like what the fuck is wrong with you and so scrooge is like i'm Living life to the fullest. I'm doing it. Yeah, this is. I'm gonna fucking ride it hard until I can't anymore. And now he's just giving, just giving people shit, just left and right. Anybody, what's up? Merry Christmas. Here's some stuff. Yep. Here's some money. Here's whatever you need. Makes a donation to the charity. And also, by the way, there's more coming after this lump sum. I want to know what number he said. I know, right? But 
He was because like, he, he, he said that it was going to like make up for all the other times the he didn't. Payments yeah, or whatever. right. Something I really like about this ending of this story is I feel like a modern, like if someone wrote this story now, he would have ended up with Belle again, you know? Yes. Which is just so, so cliche true. and stupid. I loved that it ended up this way, totally you know, because that doesn't happen in real life. This felt more, you know, I mean, it didn't feel realistic because it was, you know, ghosts. But that added an element of realism to it, you know. Does it doesn't always work out where you get your love of your life, but you can still be happy. Yeah. So basically, it ended with all of them eating at the dinner table. This huge. Yeah, Scrooge just sprung this Christmas party yeah. on the Cratchits. The entire town. It's kind of fucked all up of if them. you think about it. And then it's there's like 50 people standing outside of their With house. Just looking They're not going to get any turkey. No. Yeah. Poor guys in the cold. Um, and it's funny. Jordan and I noticed in like the la- that final scene that his nephew was there at the dinner table with everybody, but his wife wasn't there. And <laughs> we said, were like, "Fuck my wife!" Yeah, he, we she was outside like, waiting. <laughs> Where the hell is that bitch? So funny enough, while I was doing my research, I found that this feast, while it was being filmed, she's not there because she just wasn't available the day they were shooting oh, it. Oh, okay. So that's that. I can't believe you actually found some something about I that. Know. It was so random. I can't believe enough people caught that that they were like, we have to make a statement about why she wasn't there. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even think that's about so it. True. But that, that was it. Hilarious. That was it? Yeah. And it was fucking happily ever after. Mm-hmm. And I assume yep. he died a couple days after that. I also love the little Probably. ad by Gonzo for the book there as the last line in the that movie. If you like this story, you should read the book. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I like that. And yeah. I have read the book okay. and I do recommend it. It's great. It's thick with three C's. Let's get into our report cards now. Small Town. What do you give the, I believe, characters on? Oh, yeah. No, we'll start with story. What do you give the story a letter grade? Uh, A, just because it's it's like one of those stories that like, even if you don't like connect with it or whatever, it's like you have to respect the fact that this is like, it's just such a imposing, not an imposing story, but like it just made such a massive impact Mm -hmm. on life that it was written fucking 300 years ago and i also give the movie an a because it is a timeless story and it just has such a good message and i also feel like they there are so many versions of a christmas carol but this version was hilarious and captivating like we watched this late at night and i was into it the whole time i wasn't falling asleep laughing our asses yeah we were cracking up and uh, that 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 gets a lot of points for me, and I love uh, they cast it really well. They always for, like, do. The, yeah, the Mupp- human characters great. and all the Muppets are wonderful as always. So, and uh, just Rizzo was a top character for me. So funny! I love oh, the yeah. part where Gonzo uses him as like a rag to wipe <laughs> the door. <laughs> yes. He said, "Thanks for making me a part of this." <laughs> <laughs> Eighteen four. I mean, oh the shit. I mean, way off. Sure. I was gonna say way off. Sure, but like, not by too bad. Over a little less than, or a little over, a little over half. I go a plus the full hundred percent. Yeah. First time in podcast history. There's nothing wrong with this story. It's just a beautifully well told story that doesn't do too much, and with what it does does all it needs to do, mm-hmm. you know? It doesn't do too much, but it does so much. Yeah, exactly. I wanted to come in here and act like I do with, like, the 
like the Disney animated movies we watch where it's like, I just want to know more about like the backstory of who they are. <laughs> just like, you know, who is? I just, I just felt like the ending was Fred. too Fred. rushed or whatever, but like, I couldn't. Like it was just and that doesn't all have to do with Charles Dickens. I want to give a big nod to Disney, the Muppets, Brian yeah, Henson. Because like, that's a huge, long ass story that they. Well, have and you to can do it poorly. Of, like you can yeah, do it poorly. There are terrible you know? versions of the of a Christmas Carol. The, there's one version of a Christmas Carol that's really popular and that I've definitely watched in school. Everybody's seen it at least once. That I don't like very much because I don't like the way they told the story. The Jim Carrey one is. Terrible that too. That might be the one I'm thinking of. That's the like animated scary one. Scary looking one. Yeah, the animated one with the scary yeah. ass Scrooge. Not very good. That sounds about right. Anyway, yeah. since this movie had uh, music too, Small Town, letter grade on music. So hard. Like I feel like when I give these grades, I feel bad because it's just like not my cup of tea. You know, like I know that like people do enjoy them, but like it just wasn't. I just don't do musicals very well. You know, so I mean, like I'm gonna give it a C because I did like. The Marley and Marley song. And then, like, the song at the very end of the movie was cute, too. You know, not the not the one where it's, like, they're all sitting and saying the same thing over and over again. But, like, the one where he's walking through the town singing yeah. the song. I, right. did, I liked those. That was cute. Kaylee? I probably would give it a B plus because I did like almost all of the songs that were in it. I thought they were very creative and sometimes funny and other times cute. Um, there were... A lot of songs, I feel like. There were a couple scenes where I was like, oh my god, and here we, here we go again. Um, a couple. And actually, while I was doing this research, there were two songs that were cut from it. There was another um, Waldorf Good. and Aww, what? Sattler song. Okay, I would have liked and that. I think there was actually also a Sam Eagle song talking no! about his. Uh, okay, never mind. I take. I rescind like the good. Like becoming a businessman. No, and that sounds so good. I would have loved that. I feel like is it on I the soundtrack? Enjoyed... Yes, it is on the. They Say are on the original soundtrack. Less. Good job. I'm proud of you for reminding me that. <laughs> I didn't write that fact down. Um, yes, they are on the original soundtrack. Bet that, uh, listening to that after the show. I think I would rather have had those song. You heard those songs from those characters than from like than Tiny the Tiny Tims. <laughs> I'm glad we're on the same page there. Yeah, and there was another song Yeesh. that I'm not. I can't remember at this very moment. Was there a song at like the Fozzie Wake party or something? Yeah, I don't remember. That's, that's why I'm gonna go B plus mm-hmm. because the songs I did like. Fucking great. Memorable as fuck. I added the Scrooge song to my Christmas playlist. It's so good. However, I also feel like there's some filler songs in there that like, eh, you know, and then they're not bad. That's why I can't go any lower than that. It just feels like they had to make the movie. It felt like they had to make the movie longer. (laughs) Not even just that, but they, it felt like they were like, you know, Muppets. They're like, like. Once they commit to a musical, it's like, well, I mean, you got to make it a musical, (laughs) you know? Yeah, I guess. Small town. What do you give the characters a letter grade? Uh, a. Yeah, A. I mean, like, because, like, first of all, like, the story itself is good, so those characters are all needed and stuff. Maybe there was, like, some extra shit in here just because it's the Muppets and they have to have all those extra crazy shit going on in the background characters, stuff like that. Well, yeah, generally in the Christmas in a Christmas Carol, there's not all these side characters. It's just Cratchit, Scrooge, Fred. You know, like, it's kept pretty small. Um... But like even like, like the additions of, uh, what is the rat? The rat and Rizzo and Rizzo Gonzo. And Gonzo. I that were great. I loved them. I did Just, so their much. Their whole dynamic was awesome. Like I love that kind of humor. 
you know? They have such a great dynamic, yes. Uh, so I'd have to say A. And then again, like, Scrooge is just such a good character, and Michael Caine did a great job playing him. Insanely great job, yeah. So, I mean, A. I'm going to go A. Kaylee? I'm also doing an A all around. Um, I loved Michael Caine's performance. It was amazing. I loved it before and I loved it after, especially knowing how hard he went, like, on purpose for it. And the Muppets are just such a great, fun group. They are as famous as they are and as iconic for good reason and they will be for who knows how long because they deserve it they're hilarious they're lovable they teach you so much and you that you just it's one of those things that you can't get enough of um and i feel like even the tiniest most insignificant characters like the rats that worked in the firm like just those lobsters in the window you know just like shit like that in the window like of course, I can't remember specific examples when I'm talking about it, but there were just a lot of side characters that just added an extra giggle that that made it nice. I felt like this was the most I've ever laughed when I when watching a Christmas Carol. Absolutely, just honestly, the most I've laughed in a, like a while watching a movie. Mm-hmm. Especially would, a Christmas movie, honestly. Yeah, I would give it an A plus because the Muppets they chose to cast in their positions were perfectly cast. Mm-hmm. And Michael Caine, amazing, played Scrooge to a T. You also got to give a nod to just the characters created by Charles Dickens in general. Scrooge, there's a reason Ebenezer Scrooge is still such an iconic character to this day. Yeah. Like, you literally call someone a Scrooge if they're not not a big fan of Christmas. They also, like, don't be a humbug or whatever. Which, uh, I was curious on that term, and, uh... Bah humbug, I believe, was created for this. Humbug, the term itself, though, has been around for a while. It's like rubbish. Yeah. Oh, humbug. But bah humbug was created for Scrooge. He didn't even say bah humbug in this movie, did he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Was he? I, I he said swear. humbug a bunch of times, but he did say okay. bah humbug. That's what like, I was... There would be times where he was just like humbug, but he did say bah humbug okay. too. Okay. I think it was a little bit easier for us to tell because we watch everything with subtitles. Facts. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, A plus. Um, it's just there's nothing wrong with the characters in this movie. It was fantastic, and they all serve a purpose, and serve it well. I think it's funny that you said that they cast the characters perfectly because they considered Miss Piggy to be one of the three ghosts, and they were like, mm, she, maybe we should write uh, she, new characters. I she worked because she's Kermit's. I wouldn't have lady. minded her as the ghost of Christmas Past. However, I really liked how generally they kept. The ghosts more on like the they kept them more in the line of the in line with the original yeah. story than they tried to make them Muppety. You know, even the ghost of Christmas Present was a Muppet, but he still was well, the ghost of Christmas Present that I've seen. Oh yeah, you're right. That, that's true. They all were Muppets, but like he he was like a classic Muppet right. though. Obviously a Muppet. They all felt like their original versions though, yes. but with just a little bit of the Henson spin on mm-hmm. it. You know. And that's our uh, report card, so let's get into ratings. Small town. I'm going to give it 7 out of 10 humbugs. <laughs> it was a good, solid fucking movie. Some of the music, again, it just, like, rubs me the wrong way. I just, like, it, for me, I don't feel it's needed most of the time when it's in there. Um, but it was a good movie. I was entertained. Like, I caught myself, like, when I first started it, I'm kind of like, here, a fucking Muppets movie, like... 
here we go. And then, like, as I got into it, I'm like, okay, I'm kind of in this bitch. I kind of like what's going on here. And then, yeah, Gonzo and uh, Rizzo. Rizzo, yeah. I fucked with them so heavy. Like, they made the movie for me, specifically. They've really so. carried it a lot in a lot of ways. Yeah, I'm going to get seven out of ten. No, nah, I don't want to say carried it, because Michael Caine was... Oh. Michael Caine. Kaylee? <laughs> I'm going to give it... 14 out of 15 times Rizzo got murked during the movie or beat the fuck up out of or smushed or used as a cleaning supply. (laughs) Yeah, or literally completely frozen solid and then smashed on a table to be unfrozen. Um, (laughs) I thought this movie was hilarious. I loved it. It, Since it was my first time watching it, I was going in with a whole open mind and clear view and it held up like i was it was really good i enjoyed it a lot i'm gonna go five and a half out of six years that tiny tim will live <laughs> oh my fucking god rest in peace tiny tim That's so i don't want to go the full six because it's so hard for me to give it like a perfect score it's so hard for me to give any movie a perfect score because like i said there's just a couple things like with the music and stuff that i wasn't a big fan of i can't go perfect 100 percent, but right. it's like right on the cusp he's not gonna make it to six anyway <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he might make it. To, hey, if he does make it to five and a half, then I gave it a perfect score. <laughs> oh my god! All right, now it's time for my favorite segment. It's time for Pimp of the Week. <laughs> I think I know who you're gonna pick, Jordan. It's the Ghost of Christmas Present. No competition at all. Beyond any other ghost that really started leading Scrooge down the path of I want to change. He showed them his, uh, he showed Scrooge his uh, nephew's house and showed how disliked he was there and showed him the Cratchit house, showed how much he was disliked there and how bad off they were. That was the pivotal moment in the movie where Scrooge was like, I want to change because then the ghost of uh, Christmas yet to come comes around and he's already like, Show it to me. I'm ready. You know, I want to change. I want to see what's up. You know, like he's ready to go. You know, like that changed everything right there. You're right. I'll let Kaylee go next. By your pimp criteria, you are right. He is the pimp of the week. So my vote for pimp of the week, and you got to hear me out before you knock me out, is Rizzo. And my reason for this, yes, is different for like normal pimp criteria and if you're going off of someone who directly affected the story then that'll be my number two but the reason why i pick rizzo is because he is like the reason he's like the most down-to-earth character like he's the one that keeps you into it you know, he's everything he says is funny. It's a joke that lightens the mood. Um, he was always getting fucked up, and I just feel like he added this uh, touch to it, to the story that no other Christmas Carol has had, and it also made it different from the other Christmas Carol tellings. And added, I just feel like he added so much to the story, and he was just one little guy. And um, yeah, but for someone that was actually a part of the real story itself. I also really like T- Tiny Tim for the role because while yes, the ghost of the present did like convince him to change, he, 
fucking Scrooge wanted to change for Tiny Tim because he didn't want Tiny Tim to die. And Tiny Tim was such this, this good, strong, happy boy who always tried to look on the bright side and see the good and just make everybody around them happy. And they literally would like said in the movie at some point that they gave him an award for being like so amazing, basically. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so while, and I also agree that like my number three is the ghost of Christmas present because he did like convince Scrooge, like you said, I don't know. I just, it's that order for me. I'm interested. Small town. So what Rizzo was my original one. And I just thought that the role he played, I know he didn't directly affect the storyline, but he was directly impactful in the movie. I guess in terms of the movie, uh, separating the story and the movie, he is a pimp of the movie because he kept you invested throughout, you know? And he got fucked up multiple times. Kept bouncing back every time he got fucked up. He overcame his fear of heights at one point. So with the Ghost of Christmas present, I just like, uh, and I'm like taking away how I felt about like, like, the annoyance I felt about just, like, his character or whatever the fuck. That's just, like, what he... Like, that's just, like, his job. He's you know a what I mean? being. Like, he's meant to do that. that. That's his one purpose is to show the... You know what I mean? That's the only reason, like, I would and take I that, that away from him. Because that, like, if you would just say, like, Cratchit or whatever. Because Cratchit would have gone on his own terms was a good human who, like, worked hard for him. He wasn't... It could, I don't think Cratchit could be Pimp of the Week because I don't think he was enough of no in the movie necessarily. But I feel like if you pick somebody like that where like that was a conscious decision to be this person and kind of be You the feel positive. like you want to pick more of like an actual like person with a soul versus a And I also feel like a being that, that has one purpose and the one purpose is to show what could be tomorrow or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, mean, I also that's true. feel like the ghost of Christmas present is Charles Dickens's character. You know, like our pimp is usually based off of the character of the movie itself. I'm changing my pimp and it's a tie between the Marley brothers. Oh, that's they started it all. <laughs> they are the reason. They came there to they could have just they could have just decided to keep living in uh agony, but they came there and started the whole thing. They're the reason the ghosts came. So they're even the reason of the ghosts of Christmas present even coming there. I would be willing to give it to the Marley brothers strictly to have the first time ever we had a two time pimp of the week. Double yeah, a a double, pimp. not a two time, but a double pimp of the pimps of the week. Right. And I mean you have to you can't just pick one brother because they equally did yeah. the same thing. Okay, I will agree with that because I also feel like they were kind of, they were like some hard motherfuckers. Yeah. Like while they were singing their song, like they're covered in chains, but they're happily singing their song, doing their thing um, with a good attitude about it. Honestly, I think we just got to do a vote. So uh, all in favor of Rizzo, say aye. 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 All right. Rizzo takes it. I'm sorry. I am <laughs> firmly in favor of the Marley Brothers. I I get your guys's point, and I have to respect it because majority rules. I just think that the Marley Brothers kicked it all off and really just made everything happen the way it did, and got Scrooge mm-hmm. to be the man he is. However, I do appreciate what you said about like Rizzo pimp fitting the pimp profile. Like he does, he is a pimp, you know. And just because you're not the pimp of the week doesn't mean you're not one of the pimps. Like there's still the Marley pimps. Brothers are still pimps. They're still right. pimps. They just weren't the pimp of the week this week. Yeah, like we had a lot of options, shockingly, from this movie. Fucking. Yeah, and I was like, 
midway through, I was really worried. I was like, damn, I don't even know. Yeah, I was Don't even know. Yeah, he asked, He was asking me, like, man, do you have a pimp yet? And I, I already had my three at that point, but... <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, we'll give it to Rizzo. Yep. And with that, next week is our year-end awards on the podcast. We're going to be giving out a bunch of awards for, like, best uh, movie, worst movie, best villain, worst villain, best character. Or, no, we're not doing best character because that's basically yeah. Pimp of the Year. Yeah. So then we're doing Pimp of the Year tournament featuring our eight pimps so yes. far nominated and a Drink of the Year tournament featuring all eight drinks that we've drank so far. So... And our guest of the year is Dante. Awards. Until then, I've been Jordan Bass. I'm Kaylee. I'm still small town. And this is the business. You fucks. And we just gave you the business. <laughs> I took that away. I shouldn't have said and we get in when this has been the business. This has been the show. What am I supposed to be saying? You're supposed to be saying and we just gave you the business. And we just gave you the business. Fuck. <laughs> I need a He's script. You <laughs> <laughs> just need to give me a you script. Every Good night. <laughs> Good night, guys. Yeah. Adios. <laughs> and we just gave you the business. <laughs>